Greetings, beautiful people. This episode is all about self-empowerment and healing through the relationship mirror. You are listening to Nazanin Marashian, Love and Heart, Art. The power and potency for self-growth, self-knowledge, self-awareness and most importantly self-empowerment through the relationship mirror is a constant contemplation for me. This share is my personal point of view and what I have discovered through my own embodiment through relationships. I am by no means an expert in this field and I acknowledge that the topic of relationships is both complex and can be highly triggering. As always, take away what resonates with you and I invite you to check in with yourself and how your relationships are serving your self-awareness and journey into empowerment. In my experience through my romantic relationships in particular, what I have noticed is each one of them have been such a mirror on the points of wounding or the triggers that reveal the wounding that I carried that attracted that person into my life in the first place and what I needed to work on and heal through that relationship to expand within myself. Looking back, it wasn't about finding someone better or more compatible when relationships ended. Actually, each one of those relationships were the right one for me at that moment in time because each one of those relationships was that mirroring back to me, particularly the shadow aspects of what I haven't worked through yet. So, for example, my fear of rejection, my wounding around feeling not good enough or feeling guarded and the need to have control, needing to know how it all ends rather than living the moment. Um, so mainly feeling insecure. Yeah, yeah, insecure was the key word for me. So what I sought out was security. What I, what I was getting was a whole bunch of insecurity. Partners who didn't really have a direction in life, who lacked ambition, who were codependent. It was very much um, that as I'm doing my inner work, the realisation of the power and potential of relationships for healing those wounds that were coming up as they were being revealed to me in this mirror. The uncomfortable bits, the bits that are harder to deal with in a relationship um, and also recognizing the relationship pattern because if you are not working through the wounding, you know, you break up, it's all too difficult, then you meet someone new. Well, it's someone new, but it's not new. It's actually the same relationship looping just with a different person. Because the energetics hasn't changed. The vibration hasn't changed. I'm still walking with that. I need security. I need this. I need that. That projection outward. And it's coming from a place of codependency. It's coming from a conditional place. It's all about what the other can bring to the table. What the other can bring. Um, you know, bring me to that point of peace. To that point of clarity and connection. 
And that's not the way. Having that awareness of the purpose and potency of relationships as a really important step in the self-growth process in into self-empowerment. Well, you know, of course, we can do this on our own, you know, and a big part of the journey is also a solo ride. I, you know, I acknowledge that. But the acceleration and the testing and the friction that relationships create and that all important important mirroring is how you know if first of all if you've healed those wounds as they're being revealed to you because you're not going to be responding or reacting in the same way when those triggers arrive right for example something that I've experienced when there was conflict in my romantic relationships I would In the past, completely shut down, I would be stonewalling my partner, I would just want to escape, I I would literally walk off and this was this pattern of avoidance um, that was not serving anybody and at that moment when I healed that wounding within myself, then I could stand in my centre when there was conflict and I could be coming from that place of compassion, you know, firstly for myself, but also for what was being revealed in that interaction and go deeper into listening and reflection on um, just being in that space. Of course, if it was safe to, you know, to stay there. And bringing it all back to what it was showing me, you know, is it my stuff or is it their stuff? Always asking myself first. Well, what am I bringing to this situation that might be creating this response or this reaction or this trigger point and sitting with it and then discerning whether it's actually mine or theirs and then speaking and then taking action and moving forward. And it was such a difficult process for me personally to be able to do that because our romantic relationships are so highly charged, right? There is a lot of emotion involved. There's this connection, this high stakes, um, because we are coming into these relationships with this notion, like we see in the movies, of you complete me. There is this missing part of ourselves that can only be fulfilled in the other. Well, that's like this biggest myth, the biggest hoax to keep us in this space of lack. And take us further away from ourselves and self-fulfillment. But when we show up in our wholeness. When we have done the work on ourselves. And my friends, it is a lifelong journey. Healing never ends. Even on a cellular level. Our bodies are regenerating constantly. So it's not like, oh, I've done all my healing and now I'm ready to be with you. No, darlings. It is a lifelong process and coming into wholeness within the self as as in I am enough as I am. I am lovable, desirable and worthy and sovereign unto myself in this moment now as I am healing and having this be the point of connection with the other. Then we move into conscious relationship and out of codependency. We go into relationship 
of real depth at that point when we meet in our wholeness, when we're showing up with, with our vulnerability, when we're showing up with awareness that parts of ourselves are yet to be revealed. And the invitation in these romantic relationships is to create that safe container where those parts of self can be mirrored and then work through. And there's no blaming, no shaming. There's no transactional way of being. Well, that's what I'm learning as I'm navigating a new way of being in relationship. Uh, that is very much the unlearning of our societal notions of what relationships are supposed to look like. Well, certainly for me, in this path of self-awareness and healing, the path of know thyself, the most expansion has come through romantic relationships because there is only so far I can go on my own. The relationship mirror is then the launching pad into the next level. And intimate relationships don't have to be sexual relationships. Intimate relationships can also be platonic, a best friend, someone close to you, a family member, someone you share deep part of yourself with that can mirror it back. That's also really potent. And the acknowledging of that that in challenging moments, the relationship mirror becomes a reclamation of self. And that's where I feel that we are all heading as a collective, as we are waking up, as we're ascending, as we're doing our own work and coming into wholeness. So that union energy within and also without, you know, as we merge with the other particularly in a romantic relationship, through that lens of I am whole and complete unto myself and they are whole and complete unto themselves and the merging is then an expansion, not a completion. An expansion deeper into personal power. Too often we stay way too long in relationships when they've reached their conclusion point. This is an invitation that if you are in a romantic relationship in particular, to check in with yourself, how much of your energy is being leaked out with your partner? How much are they taking from you? Or how much are you pulling from them and needing them to validate you, to make you feel good? Where are you sitting in that relationship bell curve of returning to self? How much of yourself have you lost in this relationship? And how much of yourself have you found in the relationship? Dig deep, real deep. What is serving you in this relationship and what is now unbearable? Have you extracted the gold from the wounds? And if you have, that means your vibration has shifted. You are now on another layer in the spiral of expansion. So perhaps that relationship has now served its purpose. Maybe it was for a season, right? Or is this relationship of continued growth? Is this a relationship that you can spiral together inward and outward? 
For me, when I ask myself these questions and looking at the yeses and the noes, and the final tap-in is into my heart space, asking myself, and now does it feel good? Does it feel good in terms of am I leaning into the discomfort, leaning into the space of resistance and tension with that lens of healing and it feels good because I'm growing or is it a continuous struggle, continuous tension and resistance and it feels like you're hitting your head up against a wall, that looping story and pattern, it isn't shifting. Well, then it doesn't feel good. Now, you both have to do the work. And then you realize you have reached a conclusion point. And it could be the conclusion point of that moment in time and the cycle of where you are at in the relationship and then it's the next level and then the next level and hopefully you are moving together in this. Even in separation, if you are in separation then really working on yourself Going in, examining those parts of the person um, that, that you really can't stand and asking what is being triggered within me Um, or what have I healed within myself that I can no longer withstand this behavior in my life, that I can no longer accept this experience because I have healed. And coming from a place of love and compassion is true power. Again, no shaming, no blaming. That's my experience anyway on the power and potency of relationships as a, as a real rocket launch into self-inquiry. Just pay attention to your energy and bring yourself down into your center and really ground in that space. And from there, look out. For me, one of... One of um, the lessons that I have learned very recently and another layer of healing for me, um, it has been about attachment and being able to speak my truth about how I feel and the depths of what my heart wants to express, but without the attachment of how it is received, because I can only control my own behavior. I can only feel what I feel and take responsibility for my emotions. I cannot influence another person or the outcome of what I have shared. That's then manipulation and we start the whole process again. I can only be sovereign within what my heart is calling into being and be loving with myself unconditionally and be open to receive in my romantic partnership that mirror and also being open to receive any wounding that is still needing to be addressed because... Light and shadow work together. When we observe nature and follow the light of the sun, there is a shadow cast behind this light. However, there is a moment when no shadow is cast. When we observe the sun reaching the highest point in the sky around noon, the halfway point in the day, there will be no shadow. There's no shadow at 12 noon. But on either side of that halfway point, there are shadows. And that's a fantastic metaphor for ascension. There is this moment of pure light, that aha, that yeah, I get this, that bliss point. But then it moves. The light moves. And then it shines on something else and casts a shadow and shines on something else and casts a shadow and and so on. 
As an artist, I'm always paying attention to the light when I'm painting because there is this point in the day, probably around three o'clock, when you get the longest shadows cast when you're looking out on a landscape. So such is life. There will be multiple moments of the dark night of the soul where you find yourself in the long shadow. But know that that is bringing you back to a central point, to another halfway into the next level where there is just light, just bliss. Bringing that into your relationship. Because when we're in the light of bliss and love and everything is great and there's sparks flying everywhere and you feel like you're on top of the mountain, well, it may have taken you a while to get up the mountain. And you also need to get back down off the mountain. And along the way, there are going to be challenges. But don't give up. Don't give up on relationships. Just come into clarity about where along the way, where that one finished and create space for a new one to begin. And where along the way, that person is a forever person. And it may not necessarily be a lover or something like that. It, it could be a good friend, someone you value, who can keep being a mirror for you and you unto them. It's an exchange. Oh, I have really enjoyed this contemplation. Love and relationships are one of my most favorite topics. I could talk about this forever and ever because I learn so much about myself when I am with other people and particularly in relationships. They are, for me, an acceleration into growth. I appreciate all the people in my life, past, present and yet to come. And my final takeaway in all of this is live the moment. Live the moment of whatever it is and know that that moment is part of the stepping stone into bringing you into the full space of light, that midpoint of bliss. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please reach out if you need any support on your journey into self-empowerment through the Relationship Mirror. You can get in touch with me on my website, narzanimarashian.com or through Instagram at narzanimarashian. Until next time, sending you all so much love and gentleness. This is Narzanimarashian, love and heart, art.